Eight days until all those bubbles get burst, popped, stamped on, demolished. Welcome to episode 162. That is 162. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, and I've got Joe Edwards from home. Joe, how excited are you? It's just around the corner. It's within touching distance. I can smell three points. Ooh, uh, taste them on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Oh, it really is. I mean... To be honest, London Stadium next Saturday, arguably similar atmosphere to what it is normally at a home game. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, can't wait, baby. Um, warmed up with a with a with a forest air. Terrible defeat. And um, top four's coming. Yeah. Oh, that that, that uh, audio then. I mean, make my bloody ears bleed. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, sorry for don't people. Know, who, people are used to that. They're, they're used to it. They used to. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not quite. No, no, had a dream, is it? But um, I've never, yeah. really, I've never really caught. I mean, I know it's all kind of like you know, backing up some park and all that kind of thing, but it just doesn't work at London Stadium. I know you haven't been there yet, but just like there's a, there's a couple of bubble machines, and you know you can hear it a little bit, but you're so far away from from the pitch with this track and stuff that oh, I don't know. I just think it's lost, really. Well, what? Why is that a thing? It's uh, I don't know. It's I've a, never it's really an Olympic Stadium. No, no, the <laughs> the the bubbles. What? Why? Why is that a thing? What the kind of significance to West Ham? Yeah. Oh, you put me on the spot here now, aren't you? I, I know, but it's just like it's just one of them things, isn't it? You just know that it's there. Yeah, it's a popular American know. song which debuted in in, in nineteen eighteen. Debuted. Debuted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest uh, the song is famous from West Ham United it's said to have been adopted by West Ham supporters in the 1920s uh-huh. uh, and is now one of the most recognisable club anthems in English football alongside you'll never walk alone mm, I'll be I'll, honest I'm quite put it at that I level wouldn't, I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it up there alongside uh, you'll never walk alone Blue Moon, blue is the colour, on the ball city and blinding races. <laughs> on the ball city? What? <laughs> the ball city. What's that? What's that? Is that, we're on the ball, we're on the ball, we're on the ball. Wasn't there a song? We're what? on the ball. It was like, hey, hey. On the that, ball? That was, that that was um, Anton Deck. Was that what it was? Was it Anton Deck? Was that the Anton Deck one? Um, I don't know. Wasn't it around the time of what like What was their Biker, Gro- Biker Grove characters? Oh, D- Duncan know, and PJ and Duncan. PJ and Duncan, yeah. Was that? Did they sing on the ball? Right, on they? the ball, I think so. Did they? Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's some dreadful football anthems kicking around, but I don't know. I've just never really liked it. I, I never really caught on with the bubbles thing, to be honest. Give me new, no, I had a dream any, any any day of the week. Any day of the week. Hundred percent. How's it going? Uh, yeah, all right, yeah. Um, I, I gave you a phone call, didn't I, this morning? I was feeling a bit worse You always give me a phone call, Joe. I feel like I'm an agony aunt to you. I feel like I'm a therapeutic counsellor. <laughs> I should be you should be, I should be, be charging you and giving you an invoice and taking out your pay pack at the end of the month. Well, it's just nice to... It is nice. To talk, isn't it? To talk it's to people. It's good to talk. Again, another slogan, I, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, it is. It is, but rather than texting and just, just have a... Have a Bit of a chat. I mean, I mean, oh, it's a bit different. Some pictures and some nights. <laughs> it's just, um, I don't know. In this job, you spend a lot of your time typing and writing and whatever. So mm. I don't tend to like texting if I can if I can avoid it. No. So, so I just, I just have, a, have a quick phone call. But I was on the phone to you, and I, I thought I was 
coming down with some symptoms. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, yeah, I was a bit, bit nervous for you this morning. I was feeling a bit dodgy, but mm. you suggested the uh, paracetamol. Yes. Uh, the classic paracetamol. Got, yes. Got a few of them down my neck. And Good lad. to be fair, uh, I think I just woke up on the wrong side of bed or something because I'm feeling absolutely fine now. Great stuff. Um, so, so basically, it's, it's masking Corona is what you're saying. So that's 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 great. So it's all it's all good. It's all good. But as long as you're feeling, no, nah, I mean, I'm it, fine. It, it's funny though, isn't it? Because you have you have a little turn, or you have a cough, or you have a I don't know, a shortness of breath. You're like, oh, here we go, here we go. Anything. Yeah. That's 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 out of the norm. You're kind of hesitant. So, but you've got to be careful, mate. You know, you're a precious commodity these days. You know, you're your number one reporter, and uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, and you've got you've got to you've got to look after yourself. Oh, I don't know about that, uh, almost by default, but... Because uh, <laughs> yeah. um, the second person's gone now, so you only, there's only one of you left, but you're one out of one. It's fine, mate. Don't get out. It's all, it's all, about, it's all about a bit of self-promotion. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, dear. No, it is nice, mate. I, I, I enjoy our calls in the morning, afternoon and, and evening. I had a... Uh, I had talking, talking, talking about uh, uh, reporters, mate. I had, I had an ex-reporter on my house... Uh, on Sunday for a for a social distancing barbecue, Mister Mister T Spears came ah, round. T Spears, ah, T Spears in in good form, mate. I am under pressure because normally normally we have a chef to to do a barbecue as as most of people do, you know, these days to to kind of you know prep stuff a couple of hours before, get a hog roast on, and then uh, and, and a few individual desserts. But obviously, I didn't have that that luxury this this time round due to the fact that you know we were we're obviously the restrictions that we can have and people coming in and out of the house. So so Tim went round the side, back door, and uh, and it was Judah on the barbecue. Oh, there you go. What what what, what did you do him? Um, burgers? And, well, I was, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I was going to go a little bit more um, experimental, but you know, then, then I realised that he was coming, so he had, he had to do go down more sausages and burgers, that, that kind of type, yes. stuff that we're not really used to, you know, <laughs> due to towers. But, but it's fine, because I think we've got to cater for everybody. Um, so, so yeah, we, we did some, some burgers, some sausages, just to get him into his comfort zone. And, uh, and then, I, we, to be honest, I did a few chicken thighs, a little bit of a marinade uh, with, with a honey, a little bit of chilli, ginger, garlic, soy sauce, kind of flamed them on the barbecue, went down well. Uh, a bit of asparagus... Mm. On there, a bit of sweet corn. So there's also there's also there's also a, a couple of other. Mr. Joe Massey came round as well, who's a West Brom reporter. Um, so he came round. He had, he had a quick burger or two before he had to go back uh, to go and see his youngster as well. And you were you were bloody working. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Some of it, some well, of it's got to work, mate. You graft, graft at weekends. Dedic- I know. Dedication to the cause, mate. There you go. Uh, but it was nice. He brought brought a lovely box of chocolates round uh, that's been finished off now. So so the, the boy did very. He. he he came, he got watered, he got fed, and they're left happy. That's the most important thing. Well, you never leave sad from a shy Judah, do you? No, yes. no, exactly. We've got to, got to get you around soon, mate. Now we can, now we can yes. start to, yes. starting to loosen up a little bit. And uh, if we've got time between between matches coming up and stuff, we'll have to have a, a little bit of a little bit of a, a shindig, I think. A little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, a little bit of bubbly, mate. Absolutely. And there was some bubbly that went down. <laughs> Did you uh, have a nice little week, mate? Uh, He's prepping now. We kind of, kind of back into that season mode. That, that kind of finish that lull now, and now it's now it's almost like you just want to get that first game out of the way. Yeah, it's um obviously the last weekend to ourselves this coming weekend. Um, I think I'm going to spend it building an IKEA bed uh, as you do. You know, I thought you were going to say glamorous. building an IQ there, but you said IKEA, which was good. Well, it? that'd be that'd be mm. something, but yeah. I'll leave that for another day. <laughs> Yeah, building an IKEA bed. Um, New one for you and Soph, mate? 
It's kind of as a, it's like a guest bed if oh, needed. Interesting, nice. Um, okay, I like that. Yeah, just we've the front bedroom. Ever since we've moved in, it's kind of just been um, a dumping ground. Mm. Um, so we're looking to kind of clean it's it a bathroom. up. <laughs> um, clean it, clear it up. Um, get get a wardrobe in there. Get a bed in there, and just make it uh, a bit more homely. Do you, do, I feel that like we've always had this, and it, and it's taken twelve weeks of lockdown for us to not have it. But every house or every apartment or whatever we, me and Alan have lived, we've lived in lived in two places here in England, and then we lived in three places in San Diego uh, when I was over there. And I think every time we've moved, you always have one room in a place that's just an absolute mess. Yes. You know, it's like everything that hasn't got a place, you always stuff it in this room, and then you keep meaning to take it out. And you never get around to it. There's always a room that you don't want to be anywhere near. But, you know, you've got to put some stuff away. You put it away quickly and it just builds and builds and builds full of clothes and tat and stuff that, um, you know, you don't know where to actually put it. So it's, oh, stick it in this room, close the door. So we've only just got rid of that room. I feel there's always one in the house or is that just me? No, there definitely is. There's, 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 um, there's one at my mum's, which is, which is the loft. Mm. Um, which has just became more and more of a dumping ground <laughs> as the years have gone. Um, yeah, I, I think there is. I think, you know, there's one of my, my granddad's old house that we used to call the den, which was just oh. basically a bit of a bit of a no dumping wall. ground. <laughs> Probably nicer than that, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not a great, not a great time. I think the last time I went to Millwall this season I was doing an Aldean game and it was absolutely honking down with rain yeah it was he chucked cold, it didn't it yeah 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 miserable I think there was some kind of like hurricane warning on that day from what I remember when oh, it, weren't dreadful. that Storm Kira it's Storm, Storm Ciara Storm Ciara as we uh, <laughs> as we've discussed yeah because yeah. a lot of games got called off that weekend didn't True. they yeah I think Man City and... did by I think I think against I think it was Man City Arsenal mm, actually yeah. I think one of the games that are getting replayed this weekend yeah. or this, this midweek yeah. I might be completely wrong I, I don't know yeah but, that, but there you go the mm. Um, I've said well we've started I mean if you've got some stuff we've started selling stuff so finding stuff you know when you're never going to use like old Christmas presents so yeah. like I was going through some of the stuff and don't get me wrong like obviously it's lovely to get stuff from people but I've got I had, a, I had some metallic I got sent to me because obviously people know I, or quite a few people know I play poker which is lovely so sometimes you get a lot of card gifts so you know poker socks or maybe entry into a tournament or a poker t-shirt stuff that, that you know you can use but my mum outdid herself last year she got me a deck of tiffany's <laughs> playing cards but not just regular playing cards i mean you don't need, you just need a pack of cards you're not bothered about what they've got on the back whether it's gucci tiffany's or just you know random playing cards from the corner shop yeah they're metallic playing cards so the sheets of like silver, like super heavy. <laughs> like when are you ever, ever gonna have a house game where you get a few people round, and then you whap out a silver sheet of playing card and you're like you're gonna take people's fingers off. <laughs> like when are you ever gonna use this? So anyway, they've been sold. So yeah, we've been selling a lot of items on eBay. So Mrs has got quite into it. Um, so sold some random stuff and we, we, we so you know making a little bit of money at the same time and, and you know stuff that you're never ever going to use you might as well and then obviously donating a lot as well yeah oh there you go there you go i think um speaking of ebay very quickly i think mm. there is a, a bit of a way that you can get wolves tops um possibly quite cheap um but mm. 
they're, they're like up for raffles for like for a five or a pop. Oh it's right, like, okay. It's, it's like a it, it's it's like a Premier League wide thing. Mm. Um, shirts for heroes or something like that. Right. Like they're, they're doing it for the NHS. Oh right, um, okay. But, but it's like a five or a go. But if you go on there, you can look how many entries there's been per player for Wolves. Ah, interesting. And, like, and at the moment, like a John Ruddy signed shirt. Yeah. There's there's not like any entries for John Ruddy. When's the when's the end date? I think it's like. Uh, let's have a look quickly. Yeah, go have a quick look. You have got your laptop and something. Yeah, I've got, I've got it. it, it the yeah. end date is the fourteenth. So is right. that right? Not 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 long to go then. So not you've got l- to say you've got a decent chance. If you so, get... so so like obviously like Raúl and Neves and whatever like every every man in his dog is entering for them. Yeah. So like Neves is like 156 entries. Okay. Um, Jimenez is. 157, Jota yeah. 110. Still not bad though. But Still not, not bad. Not bad. But then, like, Ruddy, uh, a fiver entry, none yet. Um, <laughs> Don't tell him, mate. Now, but even like some of the more prominent ones, like um, Johnny Otto, uh, Romain Sace, Ruben Vinagra, Max Kilman, Oscar Burr, um, Gibbs White, Dendonka. Uh, and Pedence as well, and Campana. Really? Yes. Yeah, so like, these are signed, are they? These are signed shirts. Right. So right. it's it's you know if you're looking to get a Wolves Wolves top, um, do a bit for NHS, um, you know, on, yeah. on, the, on the way because all proceeds are going to the NHS. Yeah. Um, it's worth a look. Well, I mean, the Wolves top in itself is what 40, 50 quid. Well, yeah, yeah these yeah. days. So. You know, let's say if even three people have got, have gone for Rudy, you might as well get a couple of entries in, get a couple of goes, and and you know, you've yeah. got a chance, haven't you? Yeah, I was having a look at this the other day, and it's just I was just quite surprised that. Shall I give you a maths question, Joe? Go on. On the spot, here we go. I'll give you a. Here we this go. Is probably a GCSE, early GCSE. No, it's it's not. It's not even GCSE. This is a year eight question for you here. Okay, it's three. <laughs> this is this is like a Zoom quiz that we do every week with our family. So Joe, there's there's been three bids that have come in for John Ruddy's shirt. Five pound a go. There's two entries left. You buy both entries. What are the percentage chances you've got for winning John Ruddy's shirt? Uh, two thirds. It's, it's the wrong answer, Joe. But you, you had a go. It's um. So so obviously there's there's three three votes that come in. You've got two. So you've got two fifths because there's five entries now. So two fifths, so you've got forty uh, percent chance. The way you explained it was confusing. Was it? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Maths is my strong suit. People, stop the podcast now. Pause it. Pause it. And people, some people listen on times one point five. Some people listen on times three. Pause it now. Did you get that, peeps? Tweeters from the actual podcast um, that we've put out. Did you get that? Did you get that right or not? So, so Joe said two thirds. He said sixty-six percent. It's forty percent. See whether I explained it right or not. I, I quite like this. I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to give you a quiz, a mini, a mini quiz every single week going forward. A Zoom quiz. I, I will get them wrong every week. <laughs> oh, I can pretty much guarantee I've been rubbish at these Zoom quizzes. I've, I've had enough of them. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Seen the game back over. Of them. A few, few weeks back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rubbish. Well, I'm going to quiz you on the Wolves team, mate. Uh, Joe, only how, how many days are we at? Eight days away. Yes. Uh, this, is, this is going out on Friday of a of a match 
How are we looking? Clean bill of health for the boys? Yeah, yeah, clean bill of health. Um, and <laughs> now there was a, a few uh, worrying uh, this week after a, a 2-0 uh, friendly loss to uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah, uh, go, go over that. Go over what, what the situation was, what the team, and um, and you know what, what happened, where it was, etc. Yes, that happened on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday afternoon uh, at Molyneux. Uh, so we understand that it was kind of a mixture of first team players and then getting some of the younger lads in. So your your Burrs and your Campanas and your Jordaires, people like that. Um, they lost two 0 to Forest, and some people are saying, "Oh, why the fool? This is this isn't the the way to go." Um, I wouldn't really look into look into it too much, to be honest, because uh, friendlies are friendlies. Uh, no use looking into them too much at, at the at the best of times, and especially not at the moment. Um, I mean, f- for a fact, there wasn't even a, a proper linesman um, <laughs> or, or referee for this game because you can't. You know, in line with protocols for these friendlies, they're not allocating proper officials. So it's just kind just, of just see, just see, um, uh, say, uh, reading his arm. Off, off, he's off, he's off, he's off, he's off. <laughs> yeah, you got Ruby Barbosa trying to, uh, you know, <laughs> try it went to over the, it down. went over the jackets, didn't go in. It went over the jackets. That's a post. Yeah, so it, 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 I mean, it's not quite that, but at the same time, it's yeah. like it, there's no point. Uh, you know, losing any sleep over these results. I mean, Wolves have got another one coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. at uh, St Andrews. They're going to be facing Birmingham. Um, but again, it, you know, the, the the clubs officially won't be making uh, mention of it sure. and things like that. But the, the result will come out somewhere. And if Wolves lose, again, I, I don't think it's, it's, it's worth... Um, worrying about too much, you know. It's um, the 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 real bre- bread and butter and real where it matters is, of course, at West Ham. Uh, you know, uh, uh, on on Saturday the twentieth, and um, hopefully, Wolves restart in style because it, it is a it is a nice running, and um, as you say, they have got a clean bill of health as well. Yeah, this is this is about players getting forty minutes, fifty minutes, thirty minutes. The twenty three is getting a bit of a run out as well because some of them might need to be used, even if it's just from the odd bench with with all these games going on. I mean, Arsenal lost to Brentford. I mean, the, 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 these things are going to happen. It's, it's not. It really could not be less significant, could it? Well, that's it. And like, I mean, you know, we don't know the ins and the outs because, of course, we weren't there. Um, but you know, Forest could well have played their strongest team and. You know, it's well, just, they, I mean, and also, I mean, don't get me wrong. Both sides have got a lot to play for, but Forest are, are right in that mix, aren't they, for the for the promotion? Yeah, so they, they might be a little, like you said, a little bit more gung ho potentially um, compared to maybe Wolves who are just building up to it, ready to to be absolutely one hundred percent for that that West Ham game. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not it's not worth worrying about really. Forest are a good side. Wolves are a good side. They've played a bit of a friendly game. Nothing too serious. And, and Forest have won it. That's that's all it is, really. Um, people thinking, oh, that well, this is a bad armour and stuff like that. No, it's it, it's not worth looking at it like that. Um, you know, you, what you look at as an indicator as to what Wolves can do the rest of the season is what they've done so far, and and that's been pretty good. So uh, as long as I see that through what they had before the break, they'll be perfectly fine. Damn right, it has. Um, put a couple, few polls out yesterday, Joe, for the uh, for the peaks of a. A vote, and they voted in their numbers, in their thousands. They voted, um, actually, which is always a, a nice sign. Um, the, the, the polls came back from a tweet. I missed the polls. I missed tweeting out some polls. 
so I thought I'd uh, get a little bit creative. But yeah, just just two players I think when we um, were discussing about maybe Wolves' strongest side and uh, well we'll go into we'll go into Wolves' strongest side first and I think probably uh, with a clean bill of health we're probably looking at either a three five two which we saw prior to to lockdown especially at home um, with with Jota and and Raúl playing as a strike force with Traore on the bench and then the 3-4-3 with Dendonka on the bench and, and Traore on the right and, and Jota on the left. What can you see as a formation going forward? Do you think it could be a horses for courses situation again, um, home and away, or do you think it will just be, let's play the best. If this works, then we're going to stick with it going forward. For me, I would play 3-4-3 if you can play it. Um just because I think Traore, Jota and Jimenez, that is the front three and that is that is the, the weapon, really. Mm. Um, and if you can have that, then have that. Um, and, yeah, I think some of the other games, you know, maybe maybe when when you're playing Chelsea or... or I think, But I think, for the most part, mm. we'll discuss this, in, I guess, in a bit more detail as, as we go on, but... A lot of games are there to be won um, yeah. in in this running, and Wolves' best attacking formation is for, is three four three. I think three five two. There's been some games where it's been used, and fair enough. But then in hindsight, which is of course a great thing, it's perhaps been a little too reserved. Mm-hmm. And um, I think three four three. If you can play it, if everybody's fit to play that formation, then then go with that. I mean, you can argue as well with a three four three. It's actually better defensively as well because Trio takes so much away. If you're the left back in an opposition, you know, you're not gonna is it let's say you're playing Bournemouth where if it was going the way that it was at the end of the, at the end of before lockdown, Trio was, was missing out in these games, wasn't he? And they were playing three, and then you had that Brighton result, which was horrible. It was crying out for someone creativity. Is it Rico who's the left back for Bournemouth? I might be wrong. Yeah. But someone like that, you know that if you're Bournemouth left back, you're not going anywhere near the halfway line and going into the opposition because if you get caught on the counter-attack, game over. You know, so that just... I feel like if you haven't got Trow in the side, you're asking, you're inviting pressure. I know that Wolves are a counter-attacking side, but at the same time, to do that, they've got to break quickly and they've got to break in numbers and that's where someone like Traore is worth its weight in goal, not just going forward, but defensively as well. Yeah, and you can apply that to the other side as well with with Jota. Of Mm -hmm. course, Jota would still be on the pitch in a 3-5-2, but... He's not working in tandem with Johnny. And we talk about Jota and Johnny being an effective partnership going forward. It, it's it's the same going backwards, really. Mm-hmm. Um, quite often you'll find Jota making tackles on, on the edge of the box or or, or, or in, Wolves's, in Wolves' half yeah. uh, and, and making that defensive work as well, as is the same with Traore. So I think it does you know, it offer, offer a lot more support to those um to those wing-backs. Yes, it perhaps leaves um, you know, a lot of work on the shoulders of, of Bettinho and Neves, but as, we, as we've seen so many times, that they, they rise to the challenge. That there's, there's very few midfield pairings that are better than them two, uh, if any, that you can properly say, yes, I'd sooner have them. I've, I can't really think of mm. any that is just a solid midfield two that I'd categorically say I'd have above them because um, they're that good. So if you put them against three, 
uh, in the middle of the pot. They'll probably find a way to make it work. So yeah, yeah. three four three, I think, is the way to go. Do you know uh, what do you think of the the spread on the uh, on the old vote? So I said uh, versus West Ham, what formation do you go for? Three five two with Traoré on the bench, or three four three with Den Donker on the bench? What do you reckon the uh, split was, Joe? I think. Um, for a change, maybe <laughs> that people are, people will agree with me and go for the three four three. I think it'd be quite um, quite resounding as well. Three four three. What do you say percentage? About eighty five, something Ooh, like that. Good, good, good. Eighty two percent say three yeah. four three with Dendonka on the bench. Eighteen percent three five two with with Traore on the bench. So yeah, pretty pretty good. That the, the other one that I asked uh, people as well was, you know, with, we're talking about those. Those um, those different formations. We still haven't discussed two players who could have a, a pivotal part to play uh, in Podence and, and Neto. Uh, Neto, we all know about what he's done. He's surprised a lot with with how I, th- I think how many appearances and the impression that he's made on Nuno. I think it's probably even surprised Nuno to be honest. Um, the extent that he's been used this season and he's been vital, especially when when Jota was out and the injury and, and, and keeping that front three going. So Neto and Podence, I said, who do you feel could have a a big Big part to play in the last nine games. Uh, 69% went Neto and 31% said Podence or Podence, whichever way you want to <laughs> describe it. Two, th- those two players, though, uh, could be could be key, couldn't they? And I know a lot of people talk about the bench saying, oh, Wolves' bench isn't that strong. I mean, these two guys, one Neto who who's, runs for days, isn't afraid to have a shot, wants the ball, and Podence who hasn't... Not many people have seen him yet this season... Very little. We've seen little glimpses, but that could be key because you can't really, you know, all these all these teams now who do do a lot of the back at work and the analysis and stuff. There's not going to be too many glimpses of him, uh, and he could be a surprise package going forward. Yeah, I like, like Podence. I know, I know I'm basing it basically off one game, uh, <laughs> Espanol uh, away, but I thought he was was his best player on that night, um, and the kind of qualities that you get from him maybe aren't what you expect at first. I mean, he's obviously got a low centre of gravity, um, good dribbler of the ball, good turn of pace as well. But uh, he settled both goals that night. And yeah. it was his kind of his, his eye for a pass, which mm-hmm. kind of t- took me by surprise. I thought he'd be one of these kind of speed merchants who perhaps isn't um, the most technically gifted. But yeah. he's um, he's got good vision. He, he, he looks like he'd be... Don't know if he'd be a, a, a much in terms of scoring goals. I think you look at his career. I don't think his goal record is is fantastic, but I think he could well be somebody that comes off the bench and sees that sees that pass that other other players don't necessarily see. I think mm-hmm. you know you, you're looking at that uh, Wolves team and that Wolves group, and I think you know he's signing. You're looking at it. It is a very logical one because you want someone. Who can make those raking passes between the lines in the final third? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, we can. We know that Matinho and Nevers can do it, but they're often operating from from deeper. Uh, we can see the fifty-yard raking passes from Nevers, but the, in terms of those, those little, you know, in that through the corridor kind of reverse passes, clever stuff. I think Powerdance could be the one who perhaps brings that to this Wolves team. Of course, we've seen Neto do a similar thing against um, Southampton mm-hmm. when Wolves came uh, from behind. He's got that in his locker as well. So it's it's very good to have two players there who can either operate out wide or in that 10 role and just kind of keep things nice and linked up between midfield and, and, and that strike force. Um, I think Powerdance, yeah, he's probably... You're looking at the pecking order... 
Uh, Neto is above him, isn't he? Just because of uh, the performances he's put in. Of course, the understanding, having been in the club longer, is uh, is better than power densities. But um, I think both players have got have got a role to play in the in the rest of this season. Yeah, and, and look, we're not gonna we're not gonna speculate about summer and, uh, and signings and stuff. But those two guys, let's say that Wolves don't lose anyone in the summer and they keep that this this core brilliant squad that they've got. You know, Pedence and, and Neto going into next season could be brilliant. I mean. I said like two new signs, but they're not injured. You know, they're here and they're here and they're available now. But but they're they're real first team players, not just squad players, but pushing to get into a first team lineup. That 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 are fantastic. You you want yes, you probably want to sign a strike and you probably want to sign one or two more. But I tell you what, like th- those two guys have a, a big big impact. Not only the, the end of this season, but especially next year. Yeah, it's just and and for that reason, it's why. Whenever I see Wolves linked with um, kind of uh, flexible forward players, which they mm. which they still are, um, yeah. you know, in, on these on these websites that you see, I just kind of turn a blind eye to it because sure. I think that's their best stocked area um, that they've got the most strength in depth in terms of wide, forward wide players. Mm-hmm. Or uh, kind of flexible forward players, if you like. You've got you've got Jota, you've got Neto, you've got Powdens, and you've got Traore. And as long as you don't lose any of them, which fingers crossed, Wolves won't. Um, of course, Traore is the one linked with a lot of moves, but I don't think anything concrete has happened there. And it w- as as we've discussed so many times, it would take something absolutely out of this world to you know to to to, to make him move on. So you've got four players there, and. They're all very good players. So um, whenever I see Wolves linked with a, you know, a, a left winger or a right winger, I mean, Wu Lei is, is one that's, that's that's come up this week. Woo the, woo. In the, Strawberry in the, woo woo. That's what in, I like, mate. In in the Spanish press, so we all love a woo woo. Oh, um, I love a woo woo, mate. Um, wow, wow, we are. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Wu Lei. Um, the, the the Espanol forward, of course, we we saw him in the Europa League and a Chinese player, and you can see why that link is being made because Fausen have made made no secret of their desire to to unearth a, a, a Chinese or Asian gem, if you like. Um, but he's he's a kind of a wide forward, kind of a flexible, can play as a nine, can play as a ten. I don't think Wolves are crying out for that. If he was a centre midfielder and of, of that pedigree, then or a, or a left back or something, then he could come in as a as as, as a as more of a of a supporting role. But Wolves have got the support supporting uh, players in in those positions already. They've already got four. I don't think they really need a fifth. So I'd uh, I'd take those reports with a, with a with a pinch of salt, to be honest. Cheers, Joe. Um... Look, I've done a piece today that's uh, that's gone out, and there's been a lot of bets on on Wolves to finish in the top four this season, uh, eight to one. I think they're the, probably the value price. You're not going to back Manchester United at seven to four, and I think Chelsea were fourth at the moment, uh, five to one on, which means that if you put five pounds on, you're only going to win a quid back. So six pounds in total. So obviously you're not going to back that. So Wolves at eight to one, five points behind Chelsea. Look, they've, they've got a great running. Um, on paper, I think that running would have been even better if we'd carried on as we were. But we've had this break. Does that is that going to affect things? Look, like you were saying earlier on, Joe, you've watched a lot of the um, the German league, and really, for if if anything, 
it's uh, it's just proven that the quality comes through in game. So it will be interesting once we start on Saturday to see the gap between the sides because look from from the the, the games the nine games that that Wolves have, have got left apart from arguably Chelsea. And you might say Arsenal, but I, I don't agree. I think Wolves are better on paper. They're probably better on paper than eight of the nine teams that they're going to play. Let's see if it if it yields points. They need to go on a cracking run, I think, if they're going to finish in the top four. But definitely European positions, I think, are, are attainable. So we're going to go through the games, Joe. And we'll give our little predictions of the of the results. Um, and uh, and then we'll see what we come up with and how many points Wolves are going to end up on, Joe. Is that all right? Yeah, come Our on. Our little game. Okay, yeah, yeah. so let's start. So it's just win, lose or draw. Uh, again, a, a daytime show that I used to watch um, for anyone. Do you remember win, lose or draw, Joe? Was that back back before your time? Uh, I don't remember that it's one. proper the, uni, the... uni viewing, I think, uh, back in the day when you, you know, you're supposed to go to your your seminar and you're just not going to turn up and you go for the lecture you don't go back for the seminar and uh, it was like a charades game no it's like a big Pictionary game uh, okay on the couch you know you used to do all the pictures and stuff but yeah win lose or draw so play win lose or draw Joe Um, West Ham v Wolves Joe Uh, Wolves win we'll go Wolves win for that one you're going to go Wolves win I really don't know what to expect (laughs) I think Wolves are a better team of course they are um I'm gonna go pessimist in me. I'm gonna say draw in that game. I'm gonna say there's a lot of factors that I don't know about yet. So I'm gonna say that it's still gonna be a draw, which I don't think is a bad result to be honest. Uh, so I'm gonna say draw to start off with. Okay. Okay. Wolves against Bournemouth. Uh, Wolves win again. Wolves win. I hope if they get a positive result at West Ham, that he doesn't revert back to two up front and plays a dunker. I hope that he sticks to three, and I'm gonna say he sticks to three and Wolves beat Bournemouth. So. Okay, good start. Uh, Aston Villa versus Wolves, Joe. This is <laughs> this is, this one I think is going to be a bit more tricky than those two. I'm going to go for a draw with that one. Draw. Any reason why? I just think Villa are potentially the best served by this break in the season of any team. Um, just they were on a horrible run of form um, before the break. Um, but they've got John McGinn coming back, who's a key player for them. And when I talk about quality winning out, love him or hate him or whatever you think of him, Jack Grealish is probably the best if, or one of the best players in that bottom half of the Premier League. And if he's on song, then then Villa are, Villa are obviously, you know, a, 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 a da- not a dangerous prospect, but they are a... The R team not to not to be uh, you know take too lightly. So I, I think I think a draw against them won't be won't be all too bad a, a result to be honest. See, I've got so you've got a draw. I've gone back and forth on this actually. I've changed my mind again since we last spoke. Um, I think Grealish is obviously the danger, and looking at the two squads for me, Grealish is the only player in that starting eleven, including McGinn and everyone like that, who would actually get into Wolves' starting eleven. Yeah. yeah so yeah. from that ten. Better players on a pitch with no atmosphere and no fans. I think Wolves win that game. So I'm going to say win. So we we both got we both got seven points from the from the opening opening three games, which I think is a very decent return. Let's go to Wolves versus Arsenal. Joe, draw, draw, draw. Just Arsenal have got goals, and um, they're, 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 they're of course we all know about their defensive flaws, but they're always good for a goal. So I, I think a draw. 
I'm going to say draw two. So so we're both on a draw on that. Sheffield United away. Joe. Draw again. Uh, I think I think Wolves and Sheffield United, you can draw a lot of parallels. And now their playing style is, 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 is very different. But in terms of their philosophy, they've got a set way of playing. They stick by it. And it breeds results. Um, you know, Sheffield United's trajectory this season has been very similar to what Wolves' was last season. Uh, taken the league by surprise, if you like. Um, of course, we've got to see if Sheffield United do it again next year. But um, yeah, I think that I think they're they're kind of well matched. So uh, yeah, I think a draw. Yeah, this could be an important game with um, obviously sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh battle going on. Wolves have always got a ropey result in them, and I'm going to say they get beat at Sheffield United. I'm going to say there's a loss there. I'm going to say that it's going to be a gritty game and I think that they might just get edged out on that one. So I'm going to say that they get beat at Sheffield United. Okay. Okay. Um, Wolves against Everton. Right. This is where this could be the deciders. These these three games, starting with Everton, Mm -hmm. I think a lot has been made of the uh, first three games and rightly so because they are a favourable run of games. But by the time you face Everton, I think they're going to have nothing to play for. I, uh, uh, you know, I think they're four four points behind Wolves at the moment. I can't see them kind of going on a tear that, that gets them into European contention. I think they're just going to be solidly in the middle of the pack. And um, I'm backing Wolves to kind of take advantage of that. So I'm going to say Wolves win for this one. Wolves win against Everton. Okay. Um, I'm going to say win as well. I think it'll, I think it'd be a close game. Um, I think there'll be goals in it. I'm going to say it's going to be a 3-2 win with Raul scoring the winner in that one. Um, Burnley v Wolves, Joe. Again, the same kind of logic. Um, I just think Burnley are going to be middle of the road. Um, they're not going to be in any, any danger of going down, but I don't think they're going to be be able to make up that ground to, to get in Europe either. Um, so, yeah, middle of the road again. I think Wolves do well to, to avenge it was a pretty disappointing defeat up at Turf Moor last year. I don't think they'll be at the forefront of their minds, but it would be nice to see that. So, uh, yeah, Wolves win again. So, win. Um, I, I, I would I would say that, yeah, Burnley would be safe by then. They'll be kind of in no man's land, so that does help them. Wolves will be, will be obviously still in the mix, but Dyche likes to get the best of his players. They're workhorses, they're grinders, a bit like the Sheffield United mould, but probably not quite as... They're talented this season. I'm going to say it'll be a draw. So I'm going to say Wolves draw at Burnley. And it'll be a dour game. <laughs> uh, Wolves v Crystal Palace. Again, I think that is the free run of fixtures that you've really got to be targeting yeah. um, maximum points from. Um, of course, you want to try and get maximum points from that first three, um, West Ham, Bournemouth, Villa. But they're all fighting for their lives. So I just think there could be scout for a couple of drop points in there. But Palace, again, they're going to be middle of the road. So, so um, yeah, get three points from them. And, and I think that could be the game that really kind of seals it for Wolves and mm-hmm. not take their foot off the gas for Chelsea, mm-hmm. but not have to go into it needing a result to, to get that European football again. So win against Palace, I'm saying exactly the same. Win against Palace, uh, I think they're like ninth, tenth Palace, and they can't fight for anything. Someone, people like like a Zaha, they're just not gonna, they're not gonna want to know, are they? Especially with it, you know, I mean, they're talking about moves every single summer, but goodness me, they're not gonna be going in for tackles. And yeah, at home, Wolves three points. Finish off with Chelsea, mate. Yeah, I, I, I think Chelsea, uh, I, I think Chelsea just edged that one. To be honest. Um, 
they they seem to be if you know if they're going to be signing Timo Werner and things like that they they're going to be going gungo to try and have a make a real fist of things again uh, next season. So I think Champions League is going to be at the forefront of their mind, and especially if they've got something riding on it uh, going into that game. I, I think I think Chelsea will just edge that one. Eighteen points, Joe. You've got eighteen points from the remaining nine games. One five. Drawn three, lost one. So two points of game average. I've got them winning four, drawing three and losing two. I've got them on 15 points. Um, I think either of I think either of those point holes, to be honest, will be good enough for European football next season. Um, and of course, waiting for Manchester City, I don't think that if they do get either 18 or 15, it'll be good enough for fourth, Joe. Uh, no. Fifth, you've got an outside chance. But I think what you're looking at is probably you. You're probably looking at fifth slash sixth, and I'm probably looking at with 15 points at maybe sixth slash seventh. Would you say that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and of course, fifth could be enough if City's ban is uh, upheld. We're expecting a result on that uh, early to mid July. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think around sixth. If I had to say a position that Wolves will finish, I'd say sixth. Which you know they're in at the moment. So so yeah. happy days. Right, let's see where we are on on, um, on time. 41 minutes. Right, we'll just do something very quick. Um, Joe, you spoke to Christian Marquez this week, um, who has got a new deal at Wolverhampton Wanderers, has he? I'm pretty sure he has. Uh, I think you've made that up. Okay, he hasn't got a new deal. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got a new deal. I'm sucking. Christian. Christian, Christian, sorry mate, I got it mate, wrong mate, you haven't got Christ, it. Christian, make Nathan your agent. Mate, get, 20, get. 2025, I've got the 100k a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, who needs George, who needs Uncle George, Uncle Nathan's the guy you need to see mate. I got the crap, get on the, on the blower to Nuno, oh dear. Well you spoke to Christian Marquez anyway, uh, because yeah. uh, you know, he's wanted a bit of a chinwag with him. Uh, sorry Christian if you're listening. Uh, look, he, he had a few words to say about about the gaffer and uh, look very interesting and very exciting prospect again i'm building up now uh, and this is what this is what the guy this is what the guy had to say <laughs> 17 years old talented lad here it is he's a good manager i like him because like if, if he sees if he sees like something that you're doing wrong or something he straight comes to you and tells you what you have to do like we had i don't know but last week a training session in afternoon i had wrong position which I had to turn on something and he came straight to me and told me that and then like the next time I did I had it correct and won the ball and he's like when we're playing games he's like he's just watching what we're doing and he just talks like after the games every time if we have to improve or something and, and I really like it it helps a lot to us because we're not like as experienced as like I don't know like the players we have like Moutinho Nevers and everything we're still like young players who wants to get to this level like the other players are, are and it, it tells us something every time nice to learn from them as well. Thank you very much for that, Christian. Uh, signed on till 2029 there, and a, and a new, uh, new nine-year deal that I've just got him uh, in the, over the last 45 seconds that you've just listened to. Uh, Joe, look, very talented player. Um, not talked about a lot because of, of all the adjuncts that are in the first team and in and around the first team and are playing. But goodness me, he could have a bright future, couldn't he? Yeah, the, the if he's with me. 
Well, we've oh yeah, sky's the limit. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's he's very highly rated, um, and he has been training with the first team ever since they've been back at Compton uh, after the virus. Well, you know, while the virus is going mm-hmm. on, but um, yeah, they're, they're, they're he's there with uh, Owen Otisewi and Andreas Sondegaard. They're kind of the three young players that are kind of training. Uh, day by day uh, we've we've all so his first team now and it, there's every chance he could get some sort of looking but before the end of the season um, you know we, we've talked about the five subs and the, and the nine man benches I think if, if there is a defensive injury or de- you know you want an extra kind of centre half cover for, for one of the games then he'd be the guy to come in he, he's been playing in the 23s in that uh, Connor Cody role yeah. and he's he's been kind of He's been kind of set up to to be that um, to, to that guy for the future, really. Um, kind of succession planning, if you like. Uh, so, most expensive uh, signing in the academy history. Uh, he's played, you know, at Switzerland for various youth levels. Um, he's captain the under twenty threes already at seventeen. So wow. you know, this this guy seems to be making very good progress. And he and, speaks uh, well, doesn't he? He's speaks well. Good, mm. good, good head on his shoulders. Very, very good grasp of English. I mean, better grasp of English than I have. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it, mate. You're learning. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it seems like if he carries on this same path, um, working with Nuno, of course, who keeps these young lads very level-headed um, and on the on the right path, he he could be in for a very bright uh, future in the game. Good stuff. Um, let's take some questions from the peeps, the beautiful peeps, the gorgeous peeps, the peeps that we'll hopefully be seeing, or some of them, um, in the in the South South Bank uh, week on Wednesday. Some beautiful what? faces in there. Oh, of course. I was going to say that. The, yeah, the the mosaic. The mosaic, um, mate. The mosaic. Yeah, hopefully we're not seeing. Um... You know some of the faces that people uh, were saying. Did you that see they were the gonna... Porto? Did you see the Porto fans? Uh, there's some pictures of them. They they broke into into the stadium and uh, went on the roof and lit flares and watched the game from there. Didn't get stopped. Ah. Just watched the game for a one 0 oh. win. Happy days. No, don't, don't, don't not do encouraging it. that. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. Um, talking about that, let's go straight in with Kev Wolf, uh, who gives us Mystic Kev asks a question and kind of topical. Uh, says, "Will Wolves have extra security to stop fans congregating outside Molyneux?" Um, I would suspect so. Um, it, it was one, one of the fans kind of kind of told us that, that they'd seen a lot of security uh, at Molyneux for this friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it was described as Fort Knox, wasn't the it? Forest, uh, yeah, the forest, uh, forest friendly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I think there's a general kind of trust as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I think there is a trust in people that, you know, it's behind closed doors for a reason. There's a pandemic going on. Stay safe, watch from home. And people um, just want to watch it from home, wouldn't they? They want to watch the yeah, game. They don't want to be, so. you know, trying so. to be around Molyneux and stuff. I know you can watch it on your phone these days, but you want to be sat down, you want to be in your living room, you want to get the volume up um, because, you know, get get Burroughs on the commentary or whatever or yeah. or maybe something else that we might have for you at some point. And, um, and look, you want to watch the game. You want, to, you want to be sat down, you want to have your dinner and, and, and enjoy it. Exactly. I, I, th- I, think, I, think that's, I think that's I think that's the kind of idea and I think that will be observed really but of course you know all safety protocols it's all by the book very strict very kind of set guidelines that they've got to follow so there'll be there'll be the you know the necessary staff there I'd imagine just in case uh, it's needed 
Yeah. Um, who else have we got? Here we go. Uh, David Evans. David Evans. Uh, presenter. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry, I'm getting distracted with lots of things going on on, on my laptop. Uh, David Evans says, which oh, former Wolves God. player uh, would you, <laughs> who never really made an impact, do you wish had become a star, and why is this Bjorn Sigurdarsson? Um, it's not Bjorn Sigurdarsson for huh? me. Um, it's um, it's actually Freddie Eastwood. Oh, Freddie Eastwood, okay. Um, I had Freddie Eastwood on the back of my shirt when he signed, and um, was proceeded to be called Jippo uh, quite a lot um, for that. Um, if you don't know the story now, if he, he I don't, he's, he's suspe- <laughs> supposedly from like a like a, like a traveller background. Can you say uh, that these days? Uh, I don't know, but mm, I, I was okay. I was called it. Um, a gypsy um, oh, yeah. for, for having for I think, having yeah, I think they're called travellers do this I think it's fine now I think we're fine yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I, I said a traveller background yeah yeah I know but I know, the, I know. The, 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 the you know I was called a gypsy for, for having him on my on my, uh, on my shirt so uh, yeah uh, I would have wished he would have been a bit more successful be, uh, to, to make that uh, to make that name calling if you like mm. uh, worth it but uh, it wasn't to be do you know what I would say? I mean, it's maybe slightly off off beaten track, but Michael Zyro. I thought... Mike, oh, he was a lovely guy, weren't he, Michael? Lovely, genuine, fantastic guy. And I tell you what, he started off fantastic. I thought he had a lot of potential. And then I can remember going away, covering it, MK Dons, I think, on a Tuesday night. Um, I'm sure it was MK Dons. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it, it was, was Anthony um, Kay. Anthony Kay, absolutely disgusting, disgusting, disgusting tackle. Basically, I mean, I hope he, I hope he plays again or whatever. I know he's I know he's not, obviously not at the club anymore, but I hope he finds someone. He went to Charlton on loan, and you know was on the bench there, and just destroyed any kind of chance he had at the club. Really, never came back from it properly, and, and he was out for the best part of a year. And never fully recovered, to be honest. Uh, lovely guy, like you say, fantastic. I thought he could have come, uh, could have made a real impact. I know we things have gone on from there, and um, you know with Nuno and the team. But I tell you what, he would have been in that makeup of, of someone you'd want in this squad. So such a shame. I think he could have been a real fan favourite. Yeah, he looked, he looked he looked really good those first first few games. He, you know, he, again he was like a flexible forward, but he could finish and things like that. Again, I don't know if he would have been quite good enough for the. Current setup. He's back playing in Poland there, but he, he's he's never he's never kind of recreated that form sure. that he had pre-injury. But such a young lad, though, you know, at the time that you're always going to improve, and you've got to think that you've got to factor in working with Nuno on a training pitch yeah. day to day to day. How some of these players have improved under him. So it's, why couldn't why couldn't he do that? Yeah, yeah, no, fair point. Uh, Kate Wright, Kate Wright, uh, Holland, Kate, Kate Wright says, do you know um, if Wolves have any plans to stream the friendly this weekend? That's against Blues, correct? No, I don't think so. Um, no. no, very, very, very uh, unlikely, would you say? Yeah, I don't think they'll even be making mention of it mm-hmm. as the club, uh, neither club made official mention of the, the Forest game either. Um, yeah, they, 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 they want to just keep them under wraps. Um I'd imagine the scoreline will, will, you know, will be found out, and we'll, we'll be sure to update you on that if we get it. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not something that the club will be promoting. Yeah, I'll have to wait till uh, till next Saturday, which uh, is on Sky, I believe, Joe. Sky, yeah, I think, and then the next two are on BT. I think. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, at King Wolf, Nags uh, did Nathan submit a picture for himself with a fan's flag? 
a topless uh, picture. Was is it, it, was it, is it, was it, it? <laughs> is it a flag? It's flexing, not a flag, is it? Is it a flag? Like, uh, a a mouse. Yeah, I it's kind of like a fl- flag. Yeah, it's right. It, it's going to just co- cover the whole of the safe bank. Yeah, so it, okay. It, a mosaic flag, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. Did call you it a flag. did you submit a picture of yourself, mate? I did not, um, but my brother did. Ah, excellent um, news! You yeah. have to spot him out, spot him on the on the old cameras, mate. Yeah, he did, um, and he, he he just did it in his wall top. He, he followed followed the rules. Followed he, protocol. He yeah, he wasn't submitting um, you know, pictures of uh, serial killers or anything. No, like that. no, there's um, there's, a, there's a team, there's a task force that have been. Yeah, there is. Look, there is. Them. There is luckily. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you one or two will slip through the net, though. There'll be someone obscure who'll be like, oh, that looks fine. But then they'll go back and like, oh, brilliant, cheers. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you'll have, to, you'll have to find out, King Wolf. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. You'll have, you'll have to see, you'll have to see. Watch on uh, watch on BT against Bournemouth. Jackie, Jackie says, any news on when summer transfer period might be? Also, players that were out on loan to lower league and other European leagues whose season has finished, are these players eligible for the nine remaining games? So there's no kind of guidance yet on as to when the summer transfer window will be, um, but considering nothing's been said like yet, I'd imagine that it'll start when it's supposed to start, but yeah. then perhaps extend further. Um, I don't know really. That's that's just guesswork. But nothing has been really said on that front. Uh, the players that are returning from loans. I think there was supposed to be some ruling on that at some point this week. Um, either way, though, I don't think it's really going to come in, come into much, uh, you know, use of any way for Wolves anyway. I don't think they, you know, some of them players that have been out on loan have had good loans. Uh, Cameron John and Noel Ennis have done well at Doncaster. Uh, you've got you've got Ryan Giles coming back from Coventry, etc. But I don't think unless there's a lot of injuries that I think they're really going to be called upon in the rest of this season. So I think it's by the by, really. Uh, of course, as soon as we know, we'll let you know. But I don't think it's really going to matter all that much. No. Paul Mansell, I have heard examples of a reduced number of supporters watching games live in other countries under social distancing measures. Surely even you, are, if, you if surely even if you are sat two metres apart when there's a goal, all the distancing will go out the window. It's a good point, isn't he? Um, I think it's just having that element of trust. But yeah, unless, before you've done it and there's actually been a game and it, I think it'd be something that maybe would be trialled uh, and then if it didn't work, then it'd be scrapped. But um, yeah, for now, still games behind closed doors. Maybe there'll be a bit of that at the start of the next season. There's a few reports saying that they want to get fans in for the FA Cup final. Oh really? Um, at Wembley, we'll we'll see, but it, it's just kind of ASA at the moment. Yeah, and not not just um, not just celebrating as well, but I think there's a difference between being two meters apart and walking past each other, let's say, or, or being in the supermarket and shouting and screaming and and everything yes. you do with the you know with the water particles coming out you know of your mouth, and they're obviously going to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> The the water particles, water particles, mate, coming you know, out of your yeah, mouth. mate. I've been into these daily briefings, mate. Water particles. <laughs> that is that has got to be one of the best phrases. Water it, particles. The, the water particles, mate. Coming mate, out of I've your been watching mouth. my BBC bite size, uh, CBBS, oh, uh, you know, science programs. Don't you worry yeah. about that. You need to stop. 
Well, they're projectiling <laughs> further. They're projectiling further than your two meters. I guarantee you that. So the water um, particles. The water particles, mate. Beware your water particles because they can travel. And get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I probably will do for a pre-season <laughs> tour somewhere. Some, some sort of water particle banter, banter-based solution. Um, Andy Cook, hi Nathan. Any inside? No, no hi Joe. So I don't know whether it's just uh, just for me, but uh, I'll ask you, Joe. Any inside info on the plans for enhanced fan experience? It's been mentioned by the Premier League a few times, but no details have been released. Yeah, it's all again ESI and kind of reports, but uh, crowd noise is going to be a thing, isn't it? I think, and um, but kind of as as a choice if you want it, if you don't want it. Um, they brought it in. Um, I turn the volume. The... I turn the volume up and turn McManaman down if I was you watching yeah. BT Sports. <laughs> just just get the crowd noise on. Yeah, I, I think they had. They had it for one of the German games last weekend. It was a Bayern Munich game, and it did quite work quite well. I was quite surprised actually. Um, and then uh, the lesser profile games, whatever it seemed, just seemed to not have it. But um, yeah, I, I think um, they'll be doing that. There's talk about kind of having fans on the screens via Zoom and stuff like that. But um, yeah, nothing kind of confirmed yet. I think we're just gonna have to wait and see what it looks like when we're at West Ham and at Bournemouth to, to properly know how it's going to work. Mm. Uh, George Brown, who do you feel will be our most valuable impact player in these last few matches? Apart from the result, any news on how the Forest friendly went? Uh, we kind of discussed that. Um, all about fitness, getting to the groove, didn't really matter for me. So who do you think is going to be the most uh, the most valuable player? Gail Holford also asks, uh, which player are you looking forward to seeing back on the pitch most? No prizes for guessing who I'm excited to see with a... Uh, a little video of, of a gif of, of Diogo Jota. Um, yeah. Look, I think I think he's my favourite player as well, Gail. I think that he's going to be the man who I think could make a big impact going forward. Uh, who's who's yours, uh, Joe? Yeah, I love watching Jota play. He's a delight to watch. Um, I think we've obviously made mention a lot of Traore and we've spoken about Paudence and Neto. I think somebody who could have you know, a, a good impact as well. He's, he's Vinagra. Um, uh, I'd imagine he dropped back to the bench with uh, with Johnny being back fit. But if you're looking to be more expansive, if mm-hmm. you're looking to, to, to get a winner, and if you want somebody to, even if you're playing a 3-5-2 and you decide to switch it up a bit, get Vinagra on a left wing, left wing back and get him running. Um, not many are going to stop him. He, of course, he... We've we've said before he, he, the defensive side of his game still needs work, but going forward he's he's lightning. Um, I, I'd, I'd say he's the second the second fastest player at the club, uh, just 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 behind Traore. So um, if you can use his pace when uh, when teams are tiring, you know Traore will be an impact player. But I think uh, Vinagre could be too. Honest prediction says Kashmir. Where will Wolves finish? And uh, Nigel Davenport will Wolves get in the Champions League? So we'll we'll. We'll put these two together. So I'll say sixth, sixth and now. Uh, so sixth in Europa League, I think. I'm going to say a little bit more pessimistic, I guess, but I don't think it'll make a difference. I'm going to say seventh, um, and I think they'll get to a Europa League final. I don't think they'll win it. I think they might be finalists in the Europa League final. Um, I just fear for a few of the other clubs who might have had a bit more of a boost in this 12 weeks than Wolves have. Um, yes. But, but we'll see, we'll see. Like I say, 
sixth or seventh, I don't think it's going to make much difference uh, going forward for next season anyway. So, so either of those positions, I think Wolves have done a fantastic job, especially with balancing Europe, European football and, of course, this 12-week break. Did Adama manage to get any treatment for his shoulder during lockdown, says Govinda? I, I don't know for sure. I asked about it and kind of got the impression that they wouldn't kind of risk sending him to a hospital or kind of private facility to get operated on with with the virus going on and um, just to not to expose him to anything that he doesn't need to be exposed to, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, um, I think the, it's just a case of carrying on as he's um, trying to do the work that I imagine his individual training program would have had a lot of stuff focused on trying to strengthen that shoulder joint. I know he's a, you look at him and you think, how can he get stronger? But, yeah. um, you, you know, he, I'd imagine he'd be doing a lot of work on that at home. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he's been training as normal at Compton. So it's something that he can play through. We'll see if he ampers him in these remaining games. But as far as I know, it hasn't been operated on yeah and and look people weren't we, we, you weren't to know it's not as if you could you, you stopped and, and had lockdown and said right it's going to be 12 weeks between now and the next game people really didn't know whether it's going to be three weeks six weeks nine weeks until until we were halfway through so i don't think you could really schedule an operation at that point um and like you say with the with a lot of the doctors and nhs nurses and every and everyone obviously attending to people um, with this pandemic, then I don't think it was the right thing to do. I'm sure he's had strengthening. I'm sure he's got all the rehabilitation he could have done. But look, you don't know until that first game um, how it's going to stand because you've got someone else yanking on you, Cresswell or whoever, yanking on on your shoulder. And you're going to do that and you're going to have it. You're just not going to know until you get it. You can play all the all the kind of like build-up and the friendlies and the, and the training you can. You are not going to, you can't go into it full force because you don't know what that other person is going to, going to do to you really. No, nothing can mimic a proper match, can he? Uh, no. For all the work you can do, you just you just kind of you you don't know for sure until that West End game. Yeah. Um, Jambo says thoughts on the Wuli rumours. Um, we kind of talked about that, didn't we? Um, he impressed me with his work rate when he came here, and a Chinese player would be great for revenue. One hundred percent a Nuno player. The work rate is half the battle. Nuno can work with that, says Jambo. Yeah, it, you can see why the link has been made, but as as I say, it's. Um, I haven't heard anything concrete as to as to as to as to that, and yeah, it's it's a position that's already very well stocked, and I think if he came in, he'd be he'd be lost in the shuffle, and I don't think even now it would be a an appealing signing for for Fawson, Of course, you know they they, they want to be big in China, of course, and signing um, their leading player really in in China would 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 be a, a fantastic uh, commercial success. And I think Nuno is the type to just bring in players for the sake of bringing them in, though. And yeah, he's a, he's a decent player. He's played for Espanyol. He looks all right. But Wolves' front line, as it is, is pretty darn strong. Um, I don't think they'd just be bringing players in just for kind of uh, strategic purposes, if you like. If they're going to be brought in, they're going to be brought in because on because of their quality. And um, I'm not sure that Wu Lai is better than what Wolves have got. Oh, Joe, thank you very much. That's it. We've come to our hour at the end of that. Uh, so yeah. much to talk about. Um, look, you got you got any plans for the weekend? Any plans to uh, to hang out? Making the, making the IKEA bed, man. I, oh, I, I, yeah, I of course you are. It's going to take you a long time, mate. There's no yeah, that, that leaves my weekend wiped out. Got to say thanks to the uh, 4,300 of you who listened last week. Unbelievable. Absolutely magnificent. That's one of our biggest numbers we've had for 
I think since lockdown started, 4,300. So, so thank you very much for that. Hope you continue to do so and that'll pick up as you start to, to drive and listen to, to more podcasts. And I cannot believe that next week we will be previewing the big game. Yeah. Yes. It's Wolves against West Ham United at the London Stadium. Cannot wait, Joe. Um, I've got to go. I've got a meeting with Christian Marcos to discuss a new contract. Of so course. from me. <laughs> you get to that. From Mr. Joe Edwards. Thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed listening. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>